Welcome to Design Much with Andy and Patrick. New podcast room, Andy. This is a new one. This is a new one. It's yeah. very exciting. How's your view? Out the, out my shoulder, out my shoulder. It looks nice. I, I see uh, lots of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we got a nice uh, mountain mountaintop view now. Yeah. The how, window. What's more important, Patrick? Since you're just looking at me, how is mm-hmm. your view? beautiful as ever man good the white background there's like a white background behind you yeah it'd be better if it was like a green screen and then i could put like you swimming in like like an ocean or something behind it that'd be pretty sweet that could be nice but hey do what you can (laughs) (laughs) what's the uh this is episode number 52 what's your topic let's find out let's fire up the number generator and our topic patrick Um, this is from Weston Yud. I believe his last uh, yeah, name is Yude? pronounced Yud. Yaud. Is it Yaud? Yaud. Okay. Weston Yaud, according to Patrick. <laughs> um, how product managers can effectively critique designs. Ooh. I find sometimes I'm not effective in outlining changes to designs and would like to know how to do it better. That's a good one. How can PMs better critique designs? Yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Andy? <laughs> um. <laughs> this one's tricky, dude. Yeah, it is. Well, there's okay. There's I think there's two types of critiques that you can offer to a design, right? Mm-hmm. There is um, the visual design. Yep. So does this does this look does this follow our design guidelines that we've established as a team? This is typically stuff that's going to come from a designer. Could from a devel- could come from a developer who knows the style guide very well. Yep. Um, it could come from PMs who know the style guide very well, but I don't think there are <laughs> yeah. any. So <laughs> I don't think P- they care about that. PM burn. <laughs> They're like, what's the style guide? What's this thing about design systems we've been yeah. hearing about? Um. <laughs> The next thing that I think critiques, um, the next type of critique that I think is really important is if you, Patrick, are showing me a design, if you're doing a good job at presenting your design, you're probably going to tell me what problem or, you know, what solution this is solving for, right? Yeah. So you're going to, you're going to give me context as to why you're actually working on this thing. I should. If I'm a designer that knows anything about design, I would give somebody context every time yes. I ask for feedback. And that context could include, of course, like what is the job that mm-hmm. I'm solving for? Potentially what type of customer we're, we're talking about here? Is it like um, an admin type user? Is it a, a end user type user? You know, what type of user we're working, we're working for? Mm-hmm. Um and also, like, you could consider, like, in doing the hypothesis, all that sort of stuff. That's how you can give context. Also, like, where you are designing for in the application. Um, yep. So all of these things um, offer context. And if you are doing that, it's really good that you would. And then I would be able to, as a designer, as a PM, as a developer, as a CEO, be able to see if this design actually solves for that problem. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's where that's where a PM can actually jump in and give some really good feedback. Um, is this actually helping out with that problem? Yeah, I would agree on the interaction UX side and the goal setting side, <clears throat> the problem solving thing. I think that's like, that's the area of expertise from a PM. Yeah. Right. Like they can, 
totally contribute. Does this feel weird? Does this not feel weird from an interaction standpoint? Um, that kind of thing. I think that's really good. I think I think one thing, um, yeah, the PM on that level can start is make sure that you guys are on the same page mm-hmm. as far as what the goal for the project is and all that stuff. Because um, if you're not, there's bigger problems to be had, I guess. But um, that's a good place to start. I think the second thing, and I've noticed this a lot in my career, is I don't. I think PMs don't understand design patterns. And that's a generalized statement, but like, I think a lot of them don't uh, pay attention to that design patterns. Okay. Because every product is going to have a certain set of design patterns, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we might use a modal for this particular action. We might, the icons are always over on this side. Like, it doesn't have to be like knowing what the pixel things are, but like, it goes back to knowing the design system and knowing what patterns that we use are, that are common in the application yeah. and what you've seen. I also think it's not helpful in any critique, but I think PMs are maybe more notorious for this in my mind. I think PMs and developers is comparing your application to another application, mm-hmm. <laughs> like in a critique. So like if we had a CRM app, you know, we wouldn't compare our app to Salesforce yeah. in design because we do, we have different objectives, different goals, different users like you talked about. And I think one mistake one, one kind of pitfall I think everybody makes is like, well, I use Salesforce every day and they do it this way. Yeah. And then that's like the feedback mechanism is like, well, see, look, in Salesforce, the, the worst thing you could possibly do is show the designer Salesforce and be like, hey, Andy, uh, look what Salesforce does <laughs> like during a critique. That would be like the worst thing. <laughs> Has that ever happened to you, Andy? Like your PMs are like um, not not during critiques, but they have shown me like I because this is a PM thing to have a solution, right? Yeah. Like you hear a problem, you're like Salesforce does it this way. Let me show. Let me try to com- communicate to my designer what I mean, and so they just go to another solution. Mm-hmm. So I've I've definitely had PMs show me exactly what our competitors do. <laughs> we should just do it this way and ship it. Yeah. <laughs> do it just like this. <laughs> Because they make money. That's always my best thing is like, they're, they're a good business. And it's like, yeah, yeah. It's all because of that interaction we're designing too. Yeah, exactly. has nothing to do with anything else. <laughs> I think it's a good place to start is just understanding. If you're a PM, I think what you should do is sit down with your designer or designers or whatever and try to understand what are, what are the common patterns that are used um, <clears throat> in the application and like what are they used for and why. Like mm-hmm. understand a few of those. Because I think then when you offer criticism of the design, you're not offering criticism that doesn't belong. Yeah. Um, visual side, I don't, I don't know. I think, I don't know. In any critique, visual is hard because it's always 100% subjective yeah. for the most part. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, but I think I worked with PMs in the past that didn't really pay too much attention to that um, as long as it didn't look like like as long as something didn't bother them mm-hmm. but if they were if they said something like hey uh like i like the look of this and everything but like well, that looks a little weird to me but then kind of like leave it at that a little bit you know like which maybe is not most, maybe not like a little weird but it's the most unhelpful piece of feedback you can get <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know i think i think you're right though with the users the goals and objectives, I would focus on that. Mm-hmm. I would apply the same pro tips 
um, to any critique, which is, you know, try to remove your bias, you know, which is part of like, hey, don't compare it to Salesforce Mm -hmm. uh, or anything else, another application. Um, I would also try to be be just as critical and open as you normally would, but try to pitch it more in a question, right? Like a conversation. Like like what? Like like hey Andy, I I uh, I like this, but I wonder if this, if we did this other thing, if that would be better, mm-hmm. you know? Or I wonder if this might work, or you know that kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Like we've talked about before on the podcast, like with the Ben Pack and stuff. Mm-hmm. But just talking about like that, I wonder, I think, um, I like this. You can still be just as critical on the design and the designer, but without, you know, coming and be like, that sucks. Or, oh, I thought it was going to look different than this. Mm-hmm. Or, did you see Salesforce? Or, look what they did over here in this other app. You know, that kind of thing. Stay away from that. Yeah. I think something is, and I'm really glad that Weston is asking this question because I've actually worked with lots of um, PMs that don't offer any feedback mm-hmm. on designs. So in the first place, I'm really glad that he wants to, assuming he's a PM, I think he does say he's a PM, <laughs> assuming yeah. that he wants, um, that he actually wants to actually give feedback to designers because plenty of them just don't. They just like say like, you're in your realm, you know, you're a designer, you're on your side of your things. I'm on my side. I'll just let you do your stuff, right? Um, whereas I actually really like receiving feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess step number one is give feedback. <laughs> yeah, step one. Let's roll back the clock already. <laughs> the way to effectively give critiques is actually giving some. So I think that's really important. You should always strive to do that. If you're a PM listening to this podcast, please do. And if you're a designer listening to this podcast, ask your PM for feedback. When somebody, when, when your PM, Andy, when your PM says to you, like, when you go say, hey, what do you think about this? Um, I'm working on this thing. What do you think about this interaction or something? If your PM said to you, like, I trust you, man. Like, you're great. <laughs> like, how, what, what, like, what does that do? Is that, is that helpful at all? It's not helpful. It's not no. helpful. And I've had plenty of that in my career. <laughs> um, it's like, it's, it's, it's great. Let's ship it. Um, and I'm like, wait, are you sure, though? <laughs> Yeah. This is just a wireframe. Are you sure? <laughs> Your PM turns around like, dude, did you see that? That was horrible. Um, so yeah, it's not it's not really helpful and it's and at that point as a designer, you don't really want to push back and like so but really what's wrong with it? Like it's 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 hard because that's maybe not their work style, you know? Yeah. Um so definitely try to get that as much as you can and if you have um, some sort of one-on-one with your PM where you're just like talking about how process is working, you could ask for that, that feedback maybe from them. Yeah. It's hard to get it sometimes though. <laughs> it's hard to get it. Um, yeah. Step one, ask for feedback. Yeah. Or give feedback, right? If you're asked, mm-hmm. if you're asked to give feedback, sorry, I said that backwards. Um, yeah. Step two, understand what the feedback is for. If your designer doesn't tell you, then you probably should ask too. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. Because a lot of times you'll probably just like a designer will just like throw this design up on the screen or just show it to you. Yeah. <laughs> you'd be like, oh, it looks great. <laughs> and that could be a problem in many ways. Like maybe like sometimes when I've given, asked for feedback in the past, I'm just showing something without giving enough context. <laughs> so they're like, uh, yeah, there's, I see some pixels with colors on them. 
<laughs> You've done your job. <laughs> like, what's different here? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so <laughs> definitely get the context you need in order to give a valuable critique, some yeah. valuable feedback. And ask what feedback they want, right? Yeah. Um, we've gotten this trap before where it's like I present something and then it's like, um, <laughs> hey, what, what do you think of this? And you're like, you you break down something that you, you're not even really working on. You mm-hmm. know, it's like um, if you're a PM, you can clarify that. Like what particular part of this do you want? Yeah. Like you were talking about. Um, step three would be kind of, you know, speak in their language, speak in the designer's language. Have you ever run into that either? Like a language barrier almost? What's, what's a designer's a language, designer Patrick? Language? Well, like designers are, are more used to like, like let's just say you design something, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at your design and I'm a design, I'm a PM. And I look at your design and you're asking me to give pretty direct feedback into the value of this design. Like, hey, do you think this design will add value to our users? And the PM brain is going to be like, well, what's my KPI? What's my this? What's my that, right? Oh, okay. Does that add value? I don't know, right? Mm-hmm. Versus you as a designer are probably more worried about, you know, how much friction you're adding, how much, uh, what part of the design, like, do they like the experience? Is it too much? Is it too, is it not enough? Do they understand, clear, like, is it clear to them what they're yeah. doing? Um, also, do they like to use it? things. Yeah, exactly. and then usability stuff. So you're more concerned with that. And when you say value, I think that's what we are talking about. <laughs> but when you say value to a PM, that's probably different. Right? Oh, they're probably, seeing, they, they got dollar signs in their eyes when they're yeah. talking about value, right? They're like, my bonus? Now this isn't going to be my bonus. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're more worried about like maybe KPI type stuff or, or goals or different things like that, business needs, right? Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes that creates a barrier too of like, we say one thing and the, the feedback is a completely different thing because of what, you know, like if I came to you and said, hey, does this add value? Do you think this adds value to the user? Mm-hmm. And then the the PM would kick back and be like, I don't know how this fits into the KPI yeah. or whatever. And you're like, well, we just we're talking about two different things, <laughs> right? Like try to speak more in language. I mean, from from my standpoint or from our standpoint as designers, I think we are more worried about the user flow of it, how the user is going to interact with it. Can they find stuff? Can they do all that stuff? Yeah. And when we're asking for feedback, that's mostly what we're looking for. Not necessarily like... Is this going to solve the business problem yet? Unless we specifically ask for it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. That's really smart. Something that also comes to mind as well is um, I think as a product manager, as anybody outside of outside of design that is giving feedback on a design, they might be worried that the designer is going to get hurt. Yeah. If if it's like if it's like not right or if you give some feedback that's going to like it's be negative or change their design in some way they're going to be like hurt yeah if that designer is hurt don't be afraid to give that feedback yep um even if they become hurt um because um designers should not be so married to the designs they're actually supposed to be asking for feedback so they can make the design better for the user um it's not for for them or how they feel but it's more about solving the user's problems so i definitely approach um the critique with that in mind that you're really just trying to help the user you're trying to help the business as a pm too you're gonna have that in mind Mm -hmm. um not trying to make the designer feel special yep don't make the designer feel special we already feel special we are very special we don't need any more of that yeah 
<laughs> but alongside, so the spectrum of that though, I think is where you can make. I, I don't. I think most designers love and want feedback. I think where we get offended is when somebody tries to tell us how to do it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Like, the the whole because like you were talking about how to frame a, a a piece of feedback. Like I wonder if versus the thing saying I would do it this way. Yeah, that's the one where designers we don't like that. Yeah, it's subtle, but it's I think it's important. It's like it's like if I went to you as another designer, right? And I said, "What do you think of this?" And then you just you go, "Hold on." And then five minutes later, you sent me another design of how you would do it. Mm-hmm. I'd want to punch you in the face. Yeah. Now tell me, right? So to the PMs that are who are listening, tell us why you'd want to punch me in the face. Well, because it's 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 my job, right? Uh huh. Like it's my job as a designer to design things. That's my craft. And if you and it's not, I, I, somebody might say that's a that's a sign <laughs> of insecurity, maybe. <laughs> but um, I think it's better to communicate with the designer what it is that you don't like about it mm-hmm. or what you're trying to accomplish and have the conversation with them because designers are, are I think for the most part natural facilitators with that as well yeah so they want to facilitate they want to have a conversation they don't want you just to go off and say do it this way right mm-hmm. because then you go well, why am I here then like if that's okay that's great yeah you know and I think the same thing when you're given when you're given a critique it's like if I if I give you a critique and you're like do it the way Facebook does it you know, you're just being like, well, what did I just do? Mm-hmm. You know, I just spent three days working on a design that I thought kicked ass. And the only thing you did was compare it to Facebook. That was that was it. You didn't even like there's almost like I think when designers ask for for feedback, they want they want a thoughtfulness to the feedback the yes. same way they would give feedback to somebody else in the same way. Mm hmm. And I think um, you have to you have to do it that that you have to reciprocate the same way. I think that kind of ties into the language thing as well. Like the intent is to actually get feedback, thoughtful, honest, direct feedback. Um, the intent is not to compare it to something else. Yes, and well, it's not to say do it this way. I totally agree, and that's yeah. that's very true because it's not like like the the way you first said it. It sounded like, <laughs> but it's my job. Don't do what I do because yeah. then I don't need to be here. It's not that way. <laughs> it's really that um, just to, not to repeat too much of what you said, but like it's really that like as a designer, we're supposed to take in all of this information. And as you said, be thoughtful about that information, mm-hmm. like parse it into an actual solution. And if you come in with here's one solution, that's great. But it sounds like you're telling me to do that one solution versus actually take all of this stuff in and make the right solution yeah. for the user, right? Because that's what a designer does. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 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 not that we're it's not that we're insecure. It's that that's not the right way to do it. Because if I just take if I as a designer designed that way, I just said here's what Facebook does. <laughs> I'll just do it that way. It's done. Yeah. <laughs> then, they did their research. It must work. Then that solution's not going to be good. Well, I think what you said is like there's one way. I think that's like any good designer understands that there's a million different ways we could accomplish the same thing, yeah. right? And what you're trying to do as a designer is explore that a little bit and try to figure out what's best for your users. Mm-hmm. And what's but you're trying trying to create a balance. Like what's best for our users, what's best for the, you know, the engineers to build it, and what's best for our business, yep. right? You don't yep. want to lean too far on one of those sides. So if a PM comes in and says, just do it this way, 
they're coming from more of a business side and a how side, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas designer's job is to explore the why and and out of the why, out of that exploration, they get a how. Yes. Right? And I think when you come in, anybody, when another designer does it, when your husband or wife does it, when your girlfriend does it, when they come in and give you a critique on a feedback because you ask for them and they say, I would do it this way, then they're not thinking of the why part. Mm-hmm. They're not going through that same process you did, right? Or even, or how you're how you're approaching the feedback. Yep. And I don't and I don't think it's very helpful feedback in the long run anyway. Like that's when it becomes you know here the phrase like I'm a data point. That's when it becomes I'm a data point. Like you didn't give me any feedback. You gave me what you thought was feedback, but it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't useful. I was like, oh, that's great that you think this app is like Facebook. Yes, and then you just we're not going to do that. So never mind. So I think I think there has to be, and I know probably some PMs and some developers um, aren't probably good at thoughtfully giving a critique like that. But I think yeah. I think with practice, like and it's working with you and trying to understand your designers. I mean, even for designers, it's hard to do a critique. Of it each is. Other. It is. I think that's a skill <clears throat> that you that you take for sure. <laughs> I think the other thing too, along those same lines, is that I think the other thing too is to understand the design is a test it's a it's a theory it's a hypothesis it's, it's whatever you want to call it it's mm-hmm. an experiment right and so anytime i'm designing something i'm not designing it's not art right like if i'm if i'm uh and it's not it's not development where i'm building something mm-hmm. it's like i'm playing around with some different ideas here yeah so i need your ideas as well it's a visualized idea yeah yep when i go ask you for feedback i'm asking you for your ideas i'm not asking you for your comparison or how you would do it. I'm mm-hmm. asking you for your ideas because that's what I'm doing. I'm like, well, what if we did this and we went over there? Oh, that seemed kind of cool. What do you think about this? And then you're like, well, that's not how Salesforce does it. And you're like, okay, that's not an idea, but that's great. You know, <laughs> like I think you're you're playing around with ideas. You're like, you want somebody else to throw some paint on the wall with you. Mm-hmm. You don't want somebody else to just be like, do it this way. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And I think along those lines too. Um, when you're approaching this as well, it's important to to offer these ideas, um, but not expect them to be the end all be all. Oh like, yeah. Like don't don't expect them to to take your ideas if they're good or not and have to use them because like, again, in the end, they are the designer and they make that decision based on all of those those data points based on all of that feedback that they've yeah. gotten from users, from stakeholders in the business, from you, and then they're going to make a decision. So don't, don't be hurt or be sad if they don't go with your idea. Yeah. Because I was just say, in the end, it's their job to choose that. I was just going to say, I think I've had a PM in the past, give me some feedback and I didn't do what they, like I didn't do even do close what they thought, mm-hmm. what they brought up. <laughs> and, uh, at the end of it, they were like, man, it, yeah, it would have been great if we would have done that idea. Like, um, I think sometimes, yeah, don't feel like we didn't, don't feel like a designer didn't listen to you Yeah. when you're giving feedback. Designers get a lot of feedback. Uh, a good designer, anyway, tries to get a lot of feedback. And mm-hmm. so it's, it's going to come and, and it may be, it may be in there. The other thing too, is if you're exploring and you give feedback, that feedback that the PM gave could morph into another output, right? Yeah. It could, it could be the starting point of a different direction. So mm-hmm. the how is actually different at the end but it was the spark right that led to that other thing yeah so to your point yeah don't get totally offended like 
like the designer wasn't listening to you. I I haven't met that many designers that don't take feedback very seriously. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. I, I think most designers, I mean, there are designers out there that are just assholes, <laughs> right? But I mean, like, I think the, the good designers that we all work with, mm-hmm. um, they love feedback. They like to get it and they're listening thoughtfully. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think any of them are just discounting your opinion. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cause they wouldn't be, if they didn't want your opinion, they wouldn't be asking you. And that's the other thing that you need to think about too, is if your designer is not asking you for your opinion, there might be a problem there, <laughs> especially if you're working with them on the project, mm-hmm. you know, like you're in a squad or you're on a, you're on a development team. They should constantly be asking you for feedback. Yeah. And if they're not, maybe you need to work on your, your develop, your designer relationship there. Huh? <laughs> Andy? I think so, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> These are good. Do you think, I mean, do you think Weston's happy? Do you think Weston's li- listening to this right now with a smile on his face? I think he is. Yeah, yeah I can feel it. I can He's feel like, I got it. Smile. I nailed yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, as you were talking, I wrote down a bullet list. So, number one, Give feedback. <laughs> Participate in the action. Uh, number two, clarify the context, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what are we looking at here? Yeah. What's the whole thing? Hopefully the designer will do that, but sometimes you might have to ask as a PM. Yeah. Uh, three, ask what, the, ask what feedback they're actually looking for. Do they want visual design feedback? Do they want interaction design feedback? Do they want all the kind of feedback? Do mm-hmm. they want it all? Or do they just want, like, hey, does this button, like, does that thing work right? Um, and then try to speak in their own language a little bit. Try to like listen to them speak in their language a little bit. Don't worry about so much about KPIs and metrics and analytics and businessy things, right? Money, money. Um, five. Don't think that. Don't treat the designer that they're special because they're not. <laughs> <laughs> the more the more people we can tell to not treat designers that they're special, the more unspecial designers we'll have in this world. Yeah, and that will be better. Uh, don't tell them how, don't go to the how, go to the why, try to stay on the why because these are just ideas. Mm -hmm. And then number seven, um, let them make the decision, right? That's awesome. Give them feedback. Let them make the decision. Is that good? I think that's a great list. Okay, Andy, I expect a medium article later (laughs) from you. You just wrote the bullet points. Just publish that. (laughs) Just publish that in media. (laughs) Yeah. No title, just put the bullet points. Yeah. Media will make money from that, right? Yeah, totally. Which is all that matters. <laughs> we help medium make money. I think too, going back to it, <clears throat> I think if if a designer and a PM don't have a relationship of transparency, it doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. Like you have to build a you have to build a relationship. Mm-hmm. And the designer Designers is as culpable as that as you are, you know, as a PM. But um, you guys both have to be transparent. And I think that works both ways. Like, it goes, it's a two-way street, right? Yeah. I'm going to ask you, PM, Andy PM, for feedback on my designs. But I also want to give you feedback about priorities. Yes. And I also want to give you feedback about other things. I yeah. want you to feel like you can um, come to me for your feedback as well. If you guys are writing up user stories to together, job stories, you can do that together. And yeah. as the, the, you, the PM is working through this, you can ask for feedback from the designer. Yeah. So this is, I think is a great point that maybe we've missed. You should be asking for feedback too. Yeah. That's a great point. And maybe that's a good way to start, right? Yeah. Like, it, cause it, it might not be under your power to start. Hey, 
because you may not want to just start giving feedback to like you know the last thing you want to do is get on unsolicited feedback yeah that's to true. a design one they're working on it mm-hmm. for sure um so maybe yeah start with yourself and start getting your designer more involved in your process yeah and then they'll probably reciprocate that right yeah so patrick i want to ask you um a long time ago when i worked at canopy <laughs> and we had oh, our <laughs> our design critiques we didn't have pms in those critiques no we didn't now, why did we not have pms there should there be pms in those types of critiques <clears throat> Or, or why did you choose not to? Um, <clears throat> I'm not really sure. I, I wanted, I wanted the critiques to be. This is gonna, this is gonna come off as weird, but I wanted the critiques to be um, more useful. <laughs> <laughs> that came off bad. I knew that was gonna come off bad. Full circle here. Um, no, I wanted them to be, and maybe this is just me being skittish. <laughs> but we also had I, I think the bigger reason for us was like well this this is a PM trait. Let's let's all admit this is not I don't think this is a total stereotype. PMs do like to talk about things in meetings. So when you put PMs in a meeting, they're all gonna talk. Right? And I think like there's a lot of like we, we condensed our critiques down to like using nonverbal cues and things like that to communicate that we agree and things like that. Yeah. That's like not a PM's world. Oh yeah. Like, you know what I mean? PMs are leaders. PMs are leaders. They do want to, uh, they do want to communicate. Yeah. Um, in their way. Yeah. I agree with you, Andy. And now I'm going to add five more minutes of why I agree with you. (laughs) Like, I think that that's more of the, like that. And I think that kind of, it wasn't really a mentality of our product team though. That's probably my fault. I just kind of made, I more made an assumption. The other thing that uh, for us was we had a decent sized design team. Mm-hmm. We were trying to do this once a week in an hour and a half and, um, you know, with 11 people and we had a balanced range of designers. So we had some senior designers, we had some junior designers, mm-hmm. we had some mid-range designers, mid-levels, mid-range. Um, and so I, I felt too like I wanted to build a safer spot in the critique and then maybe we eventually add PMs um, to that situation. I also, because our PMs tend, because because you work with your PM directly a lot of yeah. the time, it almost feels redundant. Like if, if Andy comes up, like if you come up and you present your work and your PM that you work with is there, like are they going to add anything to the critique that you did? Um, if somebody, if another designer is presenting, are they even going to really be interested in that other design? Mm-hmm. So I think um, I think a PM like in my mind I think a PM designer critique is is done more on a one on one level. Okay. I think it's more effective that way. Yeah. Than a large group. Large critiques are bad anyway. They are bad. Yeah. You know, you hit you hit ten fifteen people. You should probably break that down. Yeah, split them up. Yeah, and we could have instantly doubled. We had we had what like eleven people, ten eleven people. So adding ten eleven more PMs. Um, that's like 20 people in a room, you know, yeah, that's, like gonna, that's, that's yeah. pretty big. And then you have a real tendency to slip into like democratic design, you know, and then the designer does, I think the designer does in a, in a room full of PMs, I think especially like a junior designer will feel the need to like adjust the design as it's being critiqued instead of just getting <laughs> feedback. Yeah. And that's bad, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, 
So those were, I think those were the, that was my mindset when we did it. I don't know if it's good or bad. I've, I don't, I've quite frankly never been in a group design critique with mixed media for the sake of a better word <laughs> that went well, uh-huh. you know, but maybe it's because rules wearing agreements weren't established, but that's true. I don't yeah. Know. I've experienced that as well. Yeah. We like, you know, getting in very big groups in very big rooms talking about that can really divulge into like a lot of craziness. Yeah. So I just think when you go outside of your, when you, when a designer goes outside of the design, the designer mentality to get feedback, it's like going to Oz. It's like going to a different place. And you shouldn't do that when there's more more of those people in the room. You know what I mean? Like it's harder to it's harder to articulate yourself and have a thoughtful experience with the feedback mm-hmm. if people are just constantly rattling off stuff that yeah you know, yeah it doesn't you, really it's apply. Like, it's like what you said. You don't really feel safe, right? Yeah. Um, and you're not gonna like feel comfortable presenting your work because yeah. you're afraid it's gonna get torn apart. <laughs> Well, it's too easy that it's too easy for a big it's too easy for a big conversation or a big group to devolve into that. Yeah. Even if everybody knows working agreements, even if everybody's following, you know, rules to to make sure that the feedback is thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Like that's all these rules are. They're just there's a better. It's not it's not to protect the designer really. It's to make thoughtful feedback. And if you go up and then you feel attacked and then, you know, you're not getting any good feedback at all at yeah. that point. So I, I yeah I don't. I don't know if it's super healthy. Now, if you had if you had a design team of two or three of you and you had a couple PMs in there um, and you can all obey the rules a little bit, I think that's fine. Yeah, you so know? I think it's it's going to have to be depending on the way your team is structured, right? Yeah. If it's a really big team, you might want to consider not doing it <laughs> or breaking it up into small groups. Um, or like what you what you did with our organization is we had our design critique and then designers were working individually with PMs to get that feedback. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that can work too. And I've rarely met I've rarely met a designer that I mean a PM. Very few PMs I think look at a product like a bigger product, like a more complicated product like we work on and what most of us in like SaaS work on, right? Mm-hmm. I I I don't think I meet I don't think I've ever really met a PM that cared a lot about the holistic experience of that. I've met a lot of product leaders, like product VPs, People like that that do, mm-hmm. um, but the PMs on the ground are really concerned with. They're really focused on their side of the product and the problems they're solving. Yeah, and so I think even even in times in the past when we've had PMs come into design critiques, other places I've worked, the ones that aren't that don't care about the thing that you're bringing, they just don't care. Yeah, and you're just kind of at that point, you're wasting people's time if they're if they're not involved. So. Oh yeah, and that's that's kind of like the way. Like, cause as designers, we think about that because we're so concerned with experience Yeah. Our product isn't as concerned with experience. They're concerned with making the business money and they're on their own. Like we as designers are typically on our own, like subsections of the product mm-hmm. we still have to care about the whole thing. Yeah. The product does not have to. They don't, they don't really right? have to. I mean, they, I, I've met a lot of PMs that do care about that stuff sure. and care about the holistic experience more, but yeah, I mean, their focus should be the business. Yeah. Like that's what you were hired to do, right? Just like, just like our job. Like, there's all that. There's all that stuff about you. Read medium articles every other week about 
designers should be more business-like. Designers should learn how to code. Designers should learn how to do all these other things outside of the design world. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, that's cute, but like that's not <laughs> that's my main cute. responsibility. <laughs> when when I when I come, it might help me understand problems better. Yeah, and it might help me understand the importance of things better. But um, it's my job is they hired me to be the designer. Mm-hmm. They hired the PM to like you know, make sure we're hitting our KPIs uh-huh. and make sure we're making money and our product doesn't suck. And they hired engineers not to make it, not to build a shitty product. So mm-hmm. it's like, I think if you stay in your own lane first, that's, that's your priority. That's what you should do. Yeah. We talked about this. We were interviewing PMs one time and you brought up, um, you know, you felt like one PM was too, or one designer that we were looking at. It was a designer, right? Yeah, it was a designer. Was maybe a little bit too business oriented. Mm-hmm. And that scared us a little bit because it was like, well, we already have people that do that. Uh-huh. Like, why not get somebody in here that advocates for the user experience more and cares about more about that? Yeah. So. So designers don't need to code, Patrick. No, they don't. I mean, most of the time. PMs don't need to code, Patrick. No. And uh, developers don't need to PM. <laughs> yeah, developers don't need to PM. And they don't need to design. Sometimes they do. <laughs> if they don't have a designer, they do. But Yeah. <laughs> They don't need to. You were hired to not do that. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we hired you, Andy, to design interactions to the, your best of the ability. Make them, make them look nice. Make them function well. Uh, make them usable. Make them impactful. Add value that way. Mm-hmm. Um, we had we we hired you because of your experimental brain of thinking about things differently and questioning the why. And I don't care if you know the business that well, right? Yeah. I'll go find somebody that knows the business and they'll work with you and you guys will figure it out through proper critique. <laughs> so I hope that answers Weston's question. It better. Cause that was a great answer. So Weston, you don't need to know how to code and you don't need to know how to design. Don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah. Don't worry about, don't worry about uh, trying to learn sketch don't you like the entrepreneurial PMs? We have a bunch here that work here too. They're always trying to learn Sketch. There's a lot that learn Sketch. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, can you teach me Sketch? I'm like, go freaking do the same way I did. Go watch a freaking Sketch thing, Sketch video. Go watch Pablo Stanley. You'll figure it out. Yeah. Does he still do that? I don't know. Huh. He probably does. Probably. Does that answer your question, Andy? Are we done. I mean, Weston, sorry. <laughs> if you're out there. Um, I think it answers his question, hopefully. Well, if he has more, he can send us more, right? Yeah, yeah that's right. He can join the conversation over and at designmunch.org, if right? If any of you, dear listeners, have questions, you may send them yeah. to us and we'll answer them to the best of our ability. Yep. Topics at designmunch.org. Or at designmuch.org, just hit the contact. Or uh, social media works too. Mm-hmm. Hashtag design much topics. Yeah. With a CS at the end, not an X. Yes. You know, topics. Yeah, like you're supposed to spell it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's probably a few people out there that are going to spell it with an X. <laughs> okay, bye, Andy. See you, Patrick. <laughs>